Panthers Insider rolls on this Saturday morning. We're here every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on The Fan. Talking pit hoops now, but before we dive into the Duke game and jump into the numbers, let's head out to Tony. Tony, how are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much, Pat. Just want to say great show. Listen to it every Saturday. Keep up the tremendous work. Thanks, man. Um, I have a quick uh, football comment. I'm just a little upset about uh, James Franklin and what he did as far as ranking Pitt in the final coaches poll. Um, I don't know when he's going to start thinking about the common, the good of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And if, if you think Pitt's that bad, then why don't you add him to your week out-of-conference schedule every year if you think we're, we're such a, a team below Penn State. I mean, uh, Pitt had one of the – in the last two years, we got to be in the top ten of the – the best record in college football out of a Power Five conference, and looking at Penn State's out-of-conference schedule, of course they play many more home games than they do away games every year. And you know, I don't care about Auburn this year, who they beat at Auburn. Auburn was probably the weakest they've been in 30 years. So I just don't understand why he couldn't rank Pitt in the top 25. We had 10 players out of the UCLA game. They only had one starter out, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a close game, but still, Pitt came out ahead, and uh, that's my comment on football. On the basketball part, um, do you know any update on when we're going to get our inside game going better? I mean, we got outscored 34 to 14 in the paint against Clemson. I'm not sure what it was against Duke. It was a poor second half. I hope we can uh, come back today, and I'll, I'll let you take it over. Thanks, Pat. Well, Tony, I appreciate your call. I'll start with the the meteor one, which is uh, the uh, the Pat Narduzzi James Franklin back and forth, which is uh, I don't think I don't know how intentional. I mean, it, certainly to not rank Pitt and to rank UCLA, I think is telling. Um, again, I. I I'm not sure what the beef is. Again, I, I've been on record before. I think the game needs to be played every year. This, the Commonwealth needs it. I think both programs continue to need it, uh, despite you know the the attendance records and sales and so forth at Beaver Stadium. Um, it brings more eyeballs. Uh, the Pitt Penn State rivalry is a longstanding one, and I, I think it it brings people together, and it it puts all eyes all eyes on the state of Pennsylvania. Now, to be fair, Pat Narduzzi also ranked Penn State ninth. So, uh, I'm not sure if there was some uh, some jabs going both directions, but clearly this is a rivalry. Um, I, I think so much is true. Uh, however, it's not being contested on the playing field right now, and hopefully that's something that um, you know the powers that be, and, I, and not even not even at either school, but perhaps at the state level, um, can really look at because I think the economic impact, certainly when it comes to Pittsburgh, is different. And um, I, I do think the attention it, it garners nationally merits consideration when, when playing the game. But again, I, I, I tend to agree with you, Tony. I'm not sure how Pitt doesn't get ranked in the top 25 after beating UCLA shorthanded. Relative to basketball, I'm not sure. You know where, where when John Hughley's going to return. Um, I don't think Jeff Capel is. He said he didn't know prior to the Duke game, and you know that's certainly a reason for concern. Obviously, John had an injury. Um, obviously John had to rehab and come back from that injury. Didn't feel like potentially he was where he wanted to be, had some other things, other, um, personal considerations he needed to tend to and, um, not privy to, to his status. Um, 
in terms of coming back. I know he's he's certainly being cared for by by Pitt and um, is being given space to to handle what he needs to handle. Jeff Capel has said so much, but certainly they miss him. You and they miss you know a veteran size you know on the interior to deal with some of the some of the bigger guys in this league. Uh, Baycott had his way early uh, against Pitt. Uh, Sands John Hughley. Clemson, obviously, you, you detailed, Tony, the 34-14 to 14 advantage in the paint. And when you look at, you know, the Duke game and the 24 offensive rebounds that Duke had, um, you can't help but point to the fact that, you know, they, they are just, you know, with Duke, you've got multiple seven-footers in the game at the same time, one of which can play on the perimeter and, and really can shoot and can score off the dribble, drove a couple times, talking about Filipowski, and when they when they shot from the from the perimeter, you know the ball seemed to end up in their hands if it didn't go in the bucket. And it comes down to I, I do think there was a significant size advantage. I, I sat just behind the pit bench and could see it, but also how this team needs to rebound, and they've been very good rebounding uh, up until the Clemson game, with the exception of the of the Vanderbilt game, which they also lost by one. They were even if not somewhat ahead in in in, in the rebounding department. Um, in conference play, and it was coming from a lot of different areas. Nate Santos would get rebounds. Jamarius Burton, Greg Elliott's been solid on the boards. They need to rebound from one to five. Um, obviously, when you look at the the general just physical thickness of their post players, you know, which essentially right now are, you know, I, I'm not sure that Blake Hinson qualifies as a true post, although he will defend down there. He's he's certainly a you know girthier in terms of uh, being able to body up, but you know Federico Federico and and Guillermo Diaz Graham are, are not are pretty slight, and got bodied around a little bit. I think Federico's playing tremendous, but certainly a year in the weight room would be uh, you know of assistance to him. I'm not saying he's a weak player, but you know experience and strength are something that come with time, and you know 24 offensive boards, it's going to be hard to win. You know, especially if you look at every other statistical category in that Duke game, Panthers essentially run it. You won won the game. I mean, if you if you take away the rebounding statistic, which would be unrealistic, you know the Panthers shot a better percentage. They turned the ball over less. Um, you know, they 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 dominated the first half, and I thought defended really well on on first shot defense. It was second shot defense that was their Achilles. Uh, because once that ball got 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 down low, and stayed down low, it wasn't coming out, you know, except for beyond the baseline after it made bucket. So that's really the story of the game. I also thought in that Duke game, the length came came through with a defensive switch that Jeff Capel talked about that John Shire and the Duke Blue Devils made, and switching one through five. It really clogged the lane up for penetration because this team right now, this Pitt team right now, does not they're not getting. If they're not getting consistent inside touches. They'll get inside touches on rim runs and pick and roll, but they're not getting consistent post-up opportunities. Jamarius Burton did it a, a bit against uh, Carolina. It's, Henson can do it, but they're not getting consistent inside touches to collapse the defense. So they're relying on collapsing the defense and breaking down rotations with dribble penetration. And when you're switching a, you know, a ball screen and you've got seven foot, potentially with athleticism and, 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 a, and a, you know, I don't know what the wingspan was. It's very difficult to beat those guys off the dribble. And you saw a lot of one-on-one play and, and contested shots in the second half. I know contested shots, you know, mid-range jump shots, shots that 
frankly, you know, Nike Sabande and Jamarius Burton and Nellie Cummings made in the first half, but didn't make in the second half. And credit Duke for that. But I, I just don't know that I just don't know that, you know, right now this team can rely upon the inside game. They're gonna have to find different ways to break the defense down. And and really when you look at it, I think that you could watch the first 10 seconds or 12 seconds of a possession for Pitt and just watching the game and know whether it's going to be a, a good shot or not. It, it really depends on how much dribbling's going on. When this team moves the ball, they've got so many guys that can shoot. You know, whether it's Cummings, whether it's Burton, whether it's Savande, whether it's Elliott, whether it's Henson from the four spot, you know, coming off the bench, Santos, man, they look good coming off his hand. They're just not going in right now. Um, you know, Guillermo Diaz Graham can shoot it. He's he's certainly a guy that can 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 make a you know a, a mid range jump shot or a three pointer in, in in a time of need. Federico Federico is the only guy on the floor that that's not a threat to to shoot from beyond the arc. So they do stretch the defense out, but they they got to find a way to break it down. And certainly you want the ball in Jamarius or Nelly's hands to start the possession, but really moving the ball. The ball started to stick in the second half. We saw a lot more one on one play. The good news is today the Panthers will take on Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech's not a man-to-man defense team. They're they they kind of play an amoeba style defense. It's a it's a matchup zone. I don't know how quite to describe it. It's given the Panthers trouble in the years past with teams that couldn't shoot. This Panthers team can shoot. They haven't been as hot as they were earlier in the year, right now, but they're going to get some open looks today. And you look at this upcoming schedule. For, for Pitt, and it's it's ripe with opportunity. You know, I, I think everyone gets mired down right now in two-game losing streak. It's mid-January. What's going to happen to Pitt this year, right? Because it's happened in the past. Let's call a spade a spade. This team is, has, has not performed well consistently, you know, in the middle to the end of conference play. It's something they're trying to get off their back. I think the makeup of this team is different. That is no doubt. The experience level is significantly higher. Um, the toughness, the way they play, I think is much more sustainable. But if you would have told me that starting conference play in earnest, on the road at Syracuse, home against Carolina and Virginia, two preseason top 10 teams, home against Clemson and at Duke, that Pitt would go 3-2 and two in that five-game stretch, I would have taken it. I would have absolutely taken it. Because we know what 500 or above in this league can do. I mean, it almost assures you an opportunity to play in the postseason and pretty close to guarantees you a shot to, to get in the 64. So 3-2 and two in this last five-game stretch, if you cut that, that, that off, now you're going towards right now, you know, what looks to be the bottom of the, of the league. And, and that can change. I, I don't want to make any assumptions. But – Georgia Tech on the road, Louisville on the road. Georgia Tech's 500, Louisville is 2-15. and 15. Louisville is, is, is a shadow of themselves. They're playing better. They're more competitive. I don't want to diminish their ability to compete, and that is not an easy place to play. But those are two very winnable games. Come home, Florida State's down. Home game at the Peterson Event Center on January 21st. And then another home game at the Pete, the second of three straight home games against Wake Forest, and then obviously a very talented Miami team coming in on January 28th. So 
really this next four games, you've got an opportunity sitting here right now at four and two in conference play with losses to Duke and Clemson consecutively. You could be looking at eight and two in league play, which last time I checked, you play 20, 20 league games. So you're getting close to that 500 mark already. Again, one at a time. I'm going to assume the coaching mentality here, but basketball within a game is a game of runs. A season is a is a run, a season of runs as well, and you kind of have to break it up if you're really going to be, if you're really going to be pragmatic about how to get to a position to play in the postseason. You know there are segments of the schedule that you've got to you've got to perform in a certain clip. I think they exceeded expectations with the first five. First six, really, beating NC State. Four and two in league play to, to kick things off. Not and playing Duke and Clemson and some preseason, you know, obviously Virginia, some preseason favorites. Now you get to the meat of the schedule, coming off two straight losses, but playing what many believe to be the weaker part of your of your conference schedule. So very interesting, gonna be very telling this next couple weeks and a huge opportunity for Pitt basketball starts today at three o'clock McCamish Pavilion Atlanta Georgia Pitt Georgia Tech will be on the ACC network Bill Hillgrove Curtis Aiken will have the call here on 93.7 the fan the home of the Pitt Panthers Pitt Panther radio network we'll look forward to listening to that and also come back we're going to transition talk a little Pitt football we're going to summarize 2022 with Chris Peak. we're going to put that season to bed we want to talk about some offseason acquisitions, how that process will continue to to develop. Take a look at this pit roster, strengths, weaknesses, this 2023 schedule. We'll cover it all with Chris Peak. He's from Panther Lair. He's an expert. He covers it from the beginning to the end. We look forward to talking to him next. You're listening to Panthers Insider on the home of the Pit Panthers, 93.7 The Fan.